There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, a podcast about video games that yeah, some, sometimes one person, sometimes hundreds of people invest. They invested significant amounts of time, their hours, their days, their lives into. And, you know, we only have a finite amount of time. And they put their time into a project and they find it discarded, forgotten, or worse, being shut down, never to be enjoyed again. Well, we here at Garbage Game Night, we say, we say, hey. A is for horses, but we're like raccoons, scavenging in the refuse, trying to squeeze a bit more enjoyment out of this rubbish, and maybe we'll say the critics got it wrong, or maybe we're just going to pile on to it. So tonight, we're going to check out a game that is on its way out, and my help this evening is, let's see, Frank, how are you doing tonight, Frank? I'm, I'm doing swell. Excellent. Uh, Fredo, welcome back, Fredo. Good to have you. How you doing? Hey, no, I'm happy to be back. You know, it has been a lot of months that I haven't been here, so I left to Tennessee. I left. I quit my job. I had to go to the to the countryside of the U.S. just to, you know, to find yourself again, right? Huh? Wait, you moved? Nah, no, we went on vacation. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, a little vacay. Yeah. We just had to do some soul searching yeah, I, after I was the last. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, getting away from from all the electronics, no phone, no computer. So yeah, no, I'm back, baby. He was on a tablet the whole time. The I saw him. I mean, <laughs> he's lying. Yeah, we're playing Fortnite. We had we had actually decent Wi-Fi there. Yeah. Shut up, Frank. You ruined it. You know, and he brought he actually brought a switch. He didn't even tell me to bring the switch. He was just playing switch by himself. Mm. <laughs> we didn't even play together. Yeah, no, I was in a corner playing that thing. So yeah, but I'm glad to be back into the civilization. So I'm glad to have you. Thank you. And Hunter, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. I'm a little upset that it's actually colder in Florida right now than it is in in Denver. Yeah, wow. we're, it's about well, okay. uh, mid 40s right now. I think we're in the 50s right now. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were yeah. like 30 something. No, that was last we weekend. Had like one last weekend, day got of the that 30s. in the morning. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, ooh, on Wednesday, this will be the lowest temperature that I've seen so far. It's supposed to be negative two. Good grief. Yeah. No, thank you. And that wind force chill. Ooh, child. Yeah. All right. Well, it is time for some trash talk. That's that, that means we're doing trash talk. It's a chance for us to talk about uh, anything you're playing and stuff happening in the gaming world. I, I had some, actually, I'll say before we even get into this, I had some fun playing the game that we're, we're doing this evening. I thought about firing up Spore a little bit more. That's the game we did last time. And uh, then instead, I just uninstalled it. Um, actually, since, <laughs> to, to kick it off, uh, Fredo, had, had you played Spore? You have memories of Spore? I mean, yeah, no, I played when it came out. I, I play a little bit, you know, I create my atrocity. I, I was feeling guilty <laughs> of that thing. It Crime was, against nature. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it was alive, so I, I felt guilty about the, my creation. So, yeah, no, I remember it was a fun game, but it's still alive. It, they made some updates. W what's going on with that game? I mean, it, it hasn't been supported since 2008 or nine. really. They had one expansion come out for some more parts, and they added an expansion that would let you, in the galactic stage, which is the last stage where you're zooming around planets, it would let you like do little like on-the-ground missions at as your character um, and they were kind of community created but there's a community still that's like thriving for this game oh yeah they, pizza uh, guy right <laughs> What's his yeah, name? Pizza God. Pizza God 15, maybe? Uh, well, whatever. It is. I, I, met, I met a guy while I was streaming Spore who, um, he's like, there's people who, like, just create tons of creatures in the Sporepedia. It's still operational. There's so. dozens of us. 
<laughs> yeah, there's literally dozens, and they get really mad when you say their game is garbage. So. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting revisiting that. And what our main takeaway was like, yeah, give us spore too, more creature creators, please. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where we concluded. Pretty cool. But the but the game was a jack of all trades, master of none, and it was lackluster to to say the least. About um, like, wow, this is a really bad civilization mode. This is a really bad RTS. <laughs> so, but the creature creator holds up. It's fun. And anyone playing anything interesting? Uh, not not playing anything anything new lately. But um, really, I just want to talk about um, how I grew up watching John Lithgow on. Um, Third Rock from the Sun, if you remember that show, and seeing that very, like, happy-go-lucky, silly, funny kind of alien that he was playing on that. And then Mm -hmm. I just finished season four of Dexter, which is um, the Trinity killer who's played by John Lithgow, and he's just the most terrifying person that I've ever seen. The man's got range. Yeah. Oh my god. I And like the 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 twist at the end of it just oh my god i was uh i'm terrified of the man now yeah that was a that was a good <laughs> gotta watch harry and there. anderson's you know get you yeah right back <laughs> and then yeah. uh, i think uh so we after after we finished season four uh i went ahead and watched a recap of five six seven and eight because i heard that they were just <laughs> hot garbage a lot of a lot of people that i trust have said yeah just watch yeah. a recap <laughs> And it just keeps getting like <laughs> stupid. Like he drives his fucking little boat into a hurricane, and just, you're just like, "What the?" Fuck? And then like, just appears in like what can only be. I I assume that's like the Pacific Northwest or something. Yeah, or Canada or who? Yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah, somewhere. Well, I guess it's I'll so find out soon. Stupid. Once uh, we start the new season, once you start. But you know what? Uh, it's it's a it's a thing. I've been listening to some you know those uh, murder podcasts. Man, they make a lot of money those murder podcasts you know, yeah I, don't know, I, th- we, I think we, we should, should pivot yeah yeah we'll make our own murder podcast you know what if anyway, we just talked but, uh, about bad murder podcasts on our podcast ooh, like, ooh, we went to this a, one a podcast and podcast. they didn't even solve the crime we might have a little internet beef you know yeah we, we, we could, should we start something some yeah gaming should, yeah. Like an anonymous sucks. sock puppet account all right, cut this part out of the podcast. Chris, he doesn't know right, that. Right, you know what right, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Destroy the evidence. Yeah. Well, speaking of being poked in the eye, um, the day after we recorded our last podcast, it was announced that Microsoft was buying Activision Blizzard, which I didn't realize was a thing that you could do for $68 billion. Like, that's an amount of money, yeah. $68 billion. Are you sure um, we didn't talk about that? No, it we happened the day not, after no. we recorded. That's I, not I sent generally it to our group, something we talk I feel about. like you're looking for, though. Like, what can I buy for $68 billion? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, the maker of World of Warcraft and StarCraft and Diablo and Overwatch. Like, that's a thing that you can just buy. That's crazy. Yeah. Grow so big and fall so far. Well, they yeah. were, they had some really bad PR. They're like, well, how do we. The PR definitely. <laughs> drop their their purchase number i'm betting <laughs> and uh as i was looking up the like what was that amount that they spend that absurd number that you can't wrap your head around then it was announced today that sony's buying bungie which yeah. i guess is uh people are saying in response to that but, but like, i don't know for if that's, a significantly that's but less amount of money it's, yeah it's like it's like four billion or something 3.7 sounds right um How is, where they really have destiny, destiny uh, and that's it. Not that good, yeah they don't they is don't have the Bungie rights to halo, halo but they made halo they no, made halo they, but they don't have the rights to they, it yeah they had they four three four three has it now oh yeah yeah, oh, wow. yeah. They, they did the last game they did was uh halo reach 
But then Halo 4 and on has been 343. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Destiny is yeah. just kind of eh. You know, a lot of fans of Destiny. I've, I never got into it, but I mean, it's a, I guess it's a big sprawling it's RPG. Big sprawling Halo world. No, right? it's Repetitive so... shooter. Farming. It could yeah. have been great. It could have been World of Warcraft meets Borderlands, and they they really missed the, the Borderlands loot aspect. Like, there's oh, so yeah. much just trash loot in Destiny. Yeah. It's got terrible drops. I mean, it's not as customizable as you'd like it to be either. Not you know enough what I mean? classes either. And yeah, I know there's you only can, three classes, there's and then they made minimal customization. And, like Destiny Two is an improvement on Destiny One. But yeah, I think if you, you if you look at it too, like World of Warcraft went that way in its later years. Like they they cookie cuttered the entire talent tree, made everything yeah. super easy. You were spending less than like two to three quests in any area you could one to 60 in a day yeah but yeah. there's still more customization in world of warcraft that's true and there's a lot of other they've, they've like put a whole bunch of sides to, like there's a whole pokemon thing now in world of warcraft there's so many other little things you can do in destiny it's just like there's only certain money and then that's it like there's really no great end game are all those little things though are they any good well, I mean, that is that is something you could say. You know what I mean? There is a... Like, is it just them adding that. random mini games to try to stretch out what little life World of Warcraft has left in it? You could say that. Or other people really enjoy it. You know, I, I don't know. It's one of those things, like, different WoW people have different perspectives on it, you know? Yeah. But people still, still enjoy Spore. Yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> it's just the, the level true. of diversity and, and planning is just so... Much, I mean, I get it. And also, World of Warcraft is they have you a know, stronger base game, ten times older. Yeah, you know, or, or oh, for sure, five times. Who knows at this point? Um, <laughs> who who but, can say? Who yeah. who can who measure can, who, how, who can how old who World of Warcraft is? Yeah. <laughs> might be eighteen years just, old now. Yeah, it, it's legal. It really could have been great. You know what I mean? And I just feel like they dropped the ball because also, you know, because it was made by uh, Bungie, <laughs> it did have a multiplayer <laughs> aspect of it. Um, so, you know, you could just do like death matches to some extent, mm-hmm. but even that isn't as fun as Halo, you know, was some, some people were like upset that like Blizzard was changing hands and, uh, it was going under new ownership that they, I mean, there, there's, there's like a view that it's not good for these companies to be consolidated, I guess, but I don't know. It's, uh, I'm someone who just, I, I poured huh, probably a few hundred hours into Overwatch. I played that game way too much. And we, I think we all at different levels played World of Warcraft too much. And, um, for, for some, it became almost career like most people. But like even 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 though that and and all of them honestly Starcraft and Diablo as well those were like I've more spent more time in the Blizzard universes than than any other developer for sure. But I'm kind of happy that it's going to going to Microsoft because I I just felt like Blizzard was dead. The fact that they let Overwatch die off the way that it did that there's Mm -hmm. been no new IPs that just nothing that they've done is has really made an impact for the last decade or so um excluding the launch of overwatch and while jeff kaplan was there so there's lots of things uh, that that need to change with blizzard obviously with cultural stuff but um hopefully they can get themselves out of that and some people are upset that like oh it gives them a clean slate and there's no justice for so and so but i mean it, either the company was just gonna die a death and the ips were gonna like uh, be sold off to someone anyway or it was gonna be acquired by someone like microsoft who's making some moves i guess so i don't know i'm excited to see where they go with it. it can only go up from here. Mm-hmm. I hope. Right? Nah. <laughs> nah, they're gonna do the same I thing mean, as Banjo Kazooie. Okay, they're gonna do the same thing as Rare. No, listen, okay? okay, they're gonna kill everything. Rare. <laughs> yeah, was, that was a different time. All right. <laughs> and 
Game Pass didn't exist back then, all right? Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, is, is WoW going to be added to the Game Pass? Like that. That's I'll a question. Keep this shit going, baby. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? Also, fuck Banjo Kazooie. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, this this is too heated for for a podcast. Frank loves ukulele. <laughs> yeah, he loves that game. Yeah, it's actually, uh, ukulele is free on that big launcher in like a couple yeah, days or something. Don't even claim that. Oh, another game I won't play. Yeah, exactly. Don't claim that. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. All right. Uh, moving on with the rest of the news. Last episode, I mentioned Troy Baker, famous voice actor, was getting into NFTs again in my reviewing the, the news today. He has rescinded that decision. He is not doing his NFT thing anymore. Uh, oh. And uh, <laughs> I said I would follow up with the pandemic news, the pandemic digital board game news. And the maker Asmodi also put out a statement today saying that why they pulled it from all storefronts. It was just because the UI in the game was a decade old and they want to update it. I don't know. It seems odd. And there's a conspiracy of it. So we're going to we're going to follow up on this pandemic news, but <laughs> we are going to get into the game this evening. Normally we do games from my list kind of as they go on sale or as I'm just working my way down of the, the most interesting ones that I have on my list. But tonight we're doing one that I added to the list five days ago and we got to do it because this game's got an expiration date on January 27th, 2022. That was, was that five days ago? Math, right? Yeah, sure. Ubisoft announced their game Hyperscape would be shutting down so let me ask the group who here has ever heard of hyperscape i have nope. not i haven't nope. hunter mm. no okay so I, I thought so i i do recall watching a couple streamers play this game in 2020 and i have had like a few fleeting memories since then thinking like what what was that game that 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 universe it seemed cool it, it seemed like it like when i was watching it it had like a hardcore base i remember some neat mechanics in it i don't recall the name of it though and i don't follow anyone who plays it so but it seemed like like a de dedicated fan base so whenever i think about it i'm like ah, that game's probably out there doing okay um well it's not it's dead it's it's over so pack it up um but but we, we have one evening tonight before it shuts down but one more for the road we're gonna play some hyperscape tonight as it's lowered into the ground though um at, at for for its uh, goodbye, its farewell. So uh, for context uh, of this game, so taking a step back, Battle Royales kind of took off and started gaining steam in 2017 with PUBG and Fortnite, which Fortnite was actually launching its early access at the same time that PUBG was becoming popular. And over there, uh, they realized that okay, we could use this engine and kind of uh, turn it into a BR and, and catch on to this new trend because when PUBG took off, it was like a million and a half players within the first couple of weeks of it launching. So um, it, it was doing really well. Fortnite developers within two months developed their Battle Royale. They had 10 million players within the first two weeks of their game and yada 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 kids using their parents credit cards for v-bucks yada yada epic now has enough money to as you were saying um put ukulele for free every other week and you can download games for free and they're buying their way into competition with steam but oh, over the next year and a half many games added modes with battle royales in them with kind of limited success because uh, they were just add-on modes but uh so february of 2019 ea's respawn entertainment which was founded by jason west and vince zampella of infinity ward they were the guys who responsible for modern warfare 2 that that's respawn entertainment was the company they spun off and created they tried a pretty unique marketing move taking inspiration they said from beyonce and how she released her self-titled album <laughs> as like a complete surprise they decided just to drop their game so respawn entertainment dropped their game apex legends on february 2019 with just like a small teaser among influencers and they 
they just bypass the entire six month marketing campaign. They just just drop the game and they're like, it's here, it's free, download it. All your favorite streamers are already playing it and they're streaming it right now. It was a huge success on launch. Apex has had some kind of ebbs and flows, but concurrent players have, it's been extremely successful. In June of 2020, again, for context, before the, the thing we're talking about happens, in June of 2020, Twitch records show the second most popular game was Fortnite. Uh, fourth was Warzone. Fifth was Tarkov, which is not really a battle royale, but it's kind of in there. And Valorant had just launched as well, following a same kind of launch pattern of just kind of appearing. Okay, that, that's what you need to know to understand the context here. So after a couple like small leaks that weren't supposed to come out, at the end of June 2020, Ubisoft announced a new game was going to come out. They dropped a press package and just said, the game is out. And uh, people are playing the beta for it right now, and you can get access to it through Twitch drops. And for anyone who's not very online, a Twitch drop is a, it's an in-game item that you that you usually get for like watching someone on Twitch because your account's linked. And if, if you watch someone playing this game, Hyperscape, you can get into Hyperscape as well. So it was technically an early access for a month, but the lines are really blurred and it was free throughout. So it really doesn't matter like when its official launch was. But yeah, Ubisoft just dropped the game at the end of June 2020 without much announcement. Um, just all of a sudden there were uh, like a 2 million players playing this game Hyperscape that had no buildup at all. Um, and that might be why you had never heard of it. But uh, yeah, the, that's the game we're playing this evening is Hyperscape. So if you guys want to fire up Hyperscape, you're starting to install a little update here. Okay, yeah. So what the uh, fuck? I just downloaded this game. So like I said, I had forgotten this game existed multiple times. Uh, it seemed cool, but no one was really talking about it. Probably part of the problem with me not remembering it is that it's called Hyperscape. Um, two words, Hyperscape. When I went to download it, um, I had to figure out where it was. Like Ubisoft Connect, what the hell is that? It's on Epic Launcher? Okay, well, I have Epic Launcher. Wait, I'm going to have to connect my Ubisoft account to my Epic mm -hmm. account? And... And since I had to do a password reset, now it made me start the whole process all over again. And when you're in the Epic Launcher, there's no way to manually link the two. And I can't choose to connect my Ubisoft Connect with Epic for some reason. Like you can connect Twitch to your, your Epic account. You can, you can connect Steam, but then you can't do it the connection. And like, what kind of fresh hell is this? And so I download the 30 gigabytes of a game, which is otherwise known as half of a Warzone. Um, we get it. We download uh, it. And, uh, and uh, of a Warzone yes, now, I think. Water. I, I looked it up. I looked it up because I put that in my notes. It's half a Warzone. It's supposed to be <laughs> oh, they, 57 they, they gigs it now. Thank God. It's supposed to be, yeah. So we get verified in Epic Launcher. We click launch. It goes through, I want to say, like, like you were saying, Frank, like eight permission checks with Windows. And then it launches what looks like an error window to let me know that it's using BattleEye. Fine, do it. Uh, and then it launches the game finally. Um, the intro video, which will launch up, that's like, this is hyperspace. Or, I, fuck, I did it. I knew I was going to say the wrong name at least three times tonight. It's Hyperscape. <laughs> <laughs> the hyperscape. It runs that video at like 15 frames a second for some reason. And then it's logging on to the Ubisoft servers. And then it might tell you, I don't know if it's done it for you guys, failure. You have to give two-factor authorization to log into have your account. Like, you have the yep. game installed. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I just had fuck? to do that, right? Yeah, I didn't want to, but I <laughs> like, had to. Yep. I downloaded the code. Gigabyte update. <laughs> nice. So I download, I generate the codes for the two factor authorization. And of course, it's two factor authorization. So you want to get your recovery codes in case you lose access to your Ubisoft account. Print them off. Remember, put them in a safe <laughs> yeah. place in case you ever lose access <laughs> to that one. Like, crash, boy. Who, who, who the fuck are you, Ubisoft? How important do you think you are to me? Hyperscape game that I can't remember the name of. So, yeah, wh what is what is the Ubisoft Connect? Why does it need to be running on my computer? I feel like it's got like it's malware that it's so intrusive. Yeah. But, 
anyway, you'll, you'll finally get on and there's going to be a brief tutorial. I'm and, in that uh, tutorial right now. I think I'm still updating. Nice. Okay. So hyper, <laughs> in my notes, I write, I wrote hyperspace. Damn it. Uh -oh. Hyperscape is primarily a, a first person shooter battle royale. You drop into a map that is getting increasingly smaller and your goal is to be the last one standing. There are some kind of unique things that make this experience, uh, uh, that make this experience unique for hyperscape though so first of all the map um i think it is kind of somewhat generic sci-fi world that fits into kind of like a minority report kind of feel there's taller buildings there's monorails there's lots of jump pads there are landmarks around the map that have higher value loot similar to what you would see you know in your fortnite warzone apex kind of things the map as it stands today is like pretty large if you were traveling from one edge to the other edge i think it's, it's smaller than most apex maps or or warzone but it's pretty impressive scale the verticality uh, in this game is pretty unique. Like I said, there's jump pads and high rises and powers, which we'll we'll get to that let you um, that let you get higher. And there's even actually a built-in double jump that everyone will have. So this more than I think any other battle royale besides maybe Spellbreak, um, it has what you would call arena movement. And what I mean by that is like enemies launching in the air, teleporting around, rocket jumping would fit into this game. And you're going to be tracking enemies kind of as they arc through the sky with no fall damage, which seems like a minor thing, but but the need to aim 360 degrees in a first person shooter is pretty unique to like arena fighters. Uh, another thing that makes it unique is the ring. The the shrinking map in this game is they do a pretty interesting thing. When you when you drop in, you'll be able to see the entire world, but sections of it will be grayed out depending on your lobby size, maybe. Because <laughs> when I did it, it like 60% of the world was grayed out. Um, but maybe if, if it was a full server, maybe it would all be open. So. You've got this randomly selected section of the world that you'll be dropping into. And as time passes, areas of the zone will start to decay, like kind of in a digital way. Uh, the environment will pixelate and start to fade and you'll have to get into a safe zone um, until it gets to the smallest ring. And then it will, at the very end, it will generate a crown, um, which you can just grab and hold on to for 45 seconds to win. It's an interesting kind of game ending mechanic so that it doesn't always get down to one to one and with someone like camping or hiding. Let's see what else. The, the guns in this game are fairly unique. Uh, they will feel kind of like quake-like. You got your typical, most of them are hit scan, and then you've got some like arcing uh, explosive grenades. There's 12 different guns, which isn't a ton, but there's a handful of sidearms, a couple snipey guns, a couple full auto guns, a couple unique explosive projectile guns, and uh, they do not go down the route of attachments for upgrades. Instead, what they do is a fuse system where, for example, if you have the D-tap pistol um, and you pick up another D-tap pistol, your D-tap pistol upgrades. So it'll be like a level two pistol. And each time you do that, it'll, it'll get different things like it'll have a bigger magazine uh, it'll do slightly more damage and you can upgrade all of your guns five times to get them to the final level the hacks uh, that are built into this game are like abilities and powers you'll get you pick them up in the game they can fuse as well to upgrade them there are 11 different ones you got some expected things like dropping a heal zone short-term invisibility some armor revealing enemies and there's some more interesting ones like a like a slam which is like a doom fist kind of uppercut into the air and then pound down on the ground you've got a, a wall ability that'll cre create a giant wall and it really is like a giant digital wall, a mine that'll put down like a homing mine that'll activate when someone gets near it, shockwave that'll be like a big bounce pad wherever you put it down, pushing everyone away from it, and then a ball, which turns you into a giant bouncy ball. Nice. The events that happen in this game, uh, they will affect the entire arena. There'll be things like uh, healing rings that go down, a low gravity mode that it'll announce, uh, everyone's revealed, infinite ammo, cooldown accelerator, those are things that'll affect the entire arena all at once. I mean, I got I say it looks good i mean that that's the thing about ubisoft that the presentation i really i really like the presentation but the game itself is like meh 
but but still it, it yeah. looks good no no complaints about, about yeah it, it, it's a it's a polished looking like triple a looking game yeah. right yeah it doesn't doesn't feel like a garbage game when you're looking mm -hmm. at it Oh, but now you have to do the the verification, the two authentication uh, pulls. Uh, oh, you haven't done two step verification. For so loud. The future of hyperscape. Yes, the future of hyperscape. It may be delivering you the message about you know the like reason there that we're is here no tonight. future. <laughs> Connection error. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, bleak. that's it. That's that's the error. That's the one. You get that two oh, factor, yeah, baby. That. Contenders, we have made the difficult decision to end development of Hyperscape <laughs> no. and shut the game down. Reach out to us if you have any questions. Yeah, You're gonna cool. give my money back. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was free, Hunter. It was free. <laughs> three whole seasons, and there have been done? three seasons of Hyperscape. Wow, yeah, we... I've never had a crash. I've I've done like f like fifteen twenty games, and I've never crashed before. It's gonna ask you for it's gonna ask you for the triple authentication verification. <laughs> <laughs> we sent a uh, letter to your mail. <laughs> that we detected suspicious activity. Um, that there was more than ten people playing this game at a time. So we just kicked everyone out. Hyperscape is the most players we've had in months. It's an anagram for hyperspace. Like, don't don't do that. It's confusing. <laughs> it's uh, hyperspace is a more common word. Um, and hyper escape is nearby it too. None. It's none of it's good. I'm dead. Nice. <laughs> so second if you die quick enough, activated. you get second chance. Oh. Yeah, you, you get a second so chance if you die fast enough. The worse you are, the more chances you get. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking battle pass system. There's a battle pass system, for absolutely. What? For Buy two it. people? Buy well, it's it. a free game. It has to have a battle pass system. Nah, they... Nah, I, mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest you buy it anymore, but... <laughs> yeah, so this game does have a couple game modes here. They've got solo crown rush, a team crown rush, and a team death match. Um, Why don't we play team? Uh, we'll do no it. We'll, we'll give it. A, we'll give it a try. Um, we can definitely join as a team and play it. I surprisingly was able to like launch a team game, although there were I think three teams that started with teams of three, and almost every single game that I started, everyone dropped out before we landed. I don't know what that is about, but there were a couple other modes that they had throughout the run of this game. Um, there was one like a dark crown mode or something and it was like it had something about limited vision i was very confused by it and then they did have a faction war as well which would be like four giant teams versus each other um all fighting for supremacy so like i was saying it, it the, the crown rush modes are your typical battle royale just that they spawn a crown at the end i think there's like there's one group of people that like once once they're finished with their game you know the next the next game is likely to start so this is fun I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, all yeah, those yeah. people I I'm was probably I'm swinging with. a little bat around. I don't know if I've ever done a more useless thing in my life than hit the send crash report to Ubisoft about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you guys care about this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll get right on that. Second chance means that you're within a window where... Uh, you have to die for it to actually activate, but it's... Yeah, so you have two minutes to die. I mean, don't try and die. <laughs> I think that's the goal. Oh, no? well, maybe. Maybe I misunderstood the game. <laughs> You're going to carry two abilities with you. Uh, one's on Q, one's on E, which is nice. Frank's got teleport right now, so if he if he does that, he zips forward, a 12-second cooldown on that. Okay, he went to the giant jump pad. And you can see the area that's kind of decaying outside of the zone, which is cool. Like, it looks, it's missing, like, giant pixels out of it, and it's clear that, like, I shouldn't go there. Uh, Frank's coming up on someone. He, oh, God, is he missing? This is embarrassing for Frank. 
<laughs> oh, they got lucky, me. Frank, that I was accidentally showing a video of me playing and I got confused. We didn't see you <laughs> miss, miss that person from behind. I got played. So that seven. was you playing very poorly. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Maybe Battle Eyes killing it because of OBS. Play this game. Well, that's the funny we part. We don't want anybody that, to see our shame. That this game is... Uh, very much integrated into streaming, which I'll I'll talk about in a second here. Now, Chris, this says cross-play yeah. matching. So yes, there, this you could play this on other systems. Yes, this game came out for PlayStation and Xbox. Wow. Yeah. Hard to believe. <laughs> I mean, not really, but so it's gonna die there too. I just need to find a health thing. Ooh, it, your health comes like back in this game. You have an auto heal. Oh yeah. After a little while. You can, oh, you are carrying two guns. Good job. Yeah, the giant ball ability, you just press it and you turn into a, a giant Hammond ball and you uh, can bounce around. Each bounce, you can bounce higher. You can take damage while you're in the ball. Just it's slightly reduced, but you're a bigger target. And, you know, I really like the thing about leveling, leveling up all your the the hacks and the and the weapons. That's the fusing. Yeah, that's that's pretty fusing cool. Fusing the guns. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quick and easy. It. Yeah. And it what it, it upgrades the amount of Weapon, It'll change like the amount of ammo you can use. It changes damage, per or? weapon per level. So like the sniper rifle, the second level will give you more damage, and then the next one may give you larger magazine. The, usually all the fuses for abilities will just quicken the cooldown. Yeah, we'll try solo one more time, and then you guys can join up in a team since I cannot. So uh the world that they have this in, I, I like what they've created it to house this battle royale situation fortnite is fine i think in my opinion like it gets a pass uh, oh my god i got killed by ligma oh my god Thanks. i can't i can't <laughs> it's embarrassing can't have that. like in in fortnite the, the the wall is like it's it's a wall you know there's there's not not much to it there um i don't do they frank do they have any lore explaining the wall the zone closing in fortnite uh, they're probably the, the Fortnite lore is very complicated and convoluted. I'm not really <laughs> why all the, all, everyone's in one universe. I, it, so, I think it's all still a mystery, and then then Jonesy's trying to solve the mystery. It's like uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, and, in in two days, you can be the Rock. You can unlock the Rock. So you know, that's just, maybe that'll help. Yeah, maybe he'll maybe he'll explain <laughs> it to everybody. In, in PUBG, they have it's just a zone. The zone is closing. That's that's dumb. It, Warzone, honestly, I think that's just unforgivable. Like I don't appreciate the lore of that. Like oh, it's a gas zone that's closing in. Okay, and it's gonna we just do this over and over again. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It's like why why the soldiers dropping into a city as an enclosing gas ring? It's, 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 it it's one of the fourteen nice. million ways that it could happen via Doctor Strange. Yeah, I guess so. But it, the lore in the sense of this game for hyperscape like you're an avatar dropping into a virtual uh battle royale and like the effects of like the zones degrading around you and this huge map that you have to be in a relatively small section of like it's a it's a meta kind of thing it's like a game within a game and i don't know it works for me I, like i wish the avatars were more per more personalized at the beginning but um it's not terrible like they've said that they were trying to go after a kind of a ready player one kind of environment to do a battle royale in. and i think something about it feels right I, I like it but the characters need more personality because um even if you guys have ever played uh, or ever seen super people like even at the beginning of that you can do a very in-depth character creator up front and that that definitely seems like it's missing from this so while they're building this game they they wanted to create a game as a spectacle so a feature of this game is actually twitch interactions i'm loading we'll see if this works if not i'm just gonna go back to spectating frank come on chris you can do this 
I believe in you. Nope, crash. Wow, yes, having OBS open and this game will will crash uh, the game. So funny, funny that should be the case because... Okay, so there's Frank standing in the lobby with 10 people. They got the 10 people, so the match is starting. What they wanted to do was to create... Uh, th th what they found was that the developers were spending so much uh, time watching people play games that they realized that's where games are going, that... that People are watching streamers play and they want a way for the, the viewers to be engaged. Keeping in the lore of this being like a Ready Player One style world where the players are virtually competing in arena, I think it definitely makes sense that an audience can vote on things to change the environment. So um, with this game integrated into Twitch, you can have a setting that marks you as a streamer and um, people in the game match with you will be able to see that you're a streamer. You have the plugin set up and stuff while you're streaming this game. Your viewers can vote on environmental changes in the in the game so people can vote on whether low gravity mode goes in whether healing zones pop up whether um, increased melee damage is done um, infinite ammo all these different modifiers that will change the game that they're watching the irony being that while i have obs open i'm unable to play the game <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah so and it's also funny that it were you to play it today obviously you know without twitch uh interactions because there's no one playing this game but it it's not like there's a glaring hole in the gameplay. It's not like, ah, oh, this game's unplayable wow. because... Uh, Hunter, kill me. I got, oh, Hunter got you. you. Somebody else weakened you, though, so I won't even take that. That was me, bitch. Fr Frank wow. just sniping like you guys from behind. Oh, got, got... Wait, did he get him? Oh, oh Frank oh, just he... avenged me. Yeah, Frank avenged the guy who killed you. Nice. Yeah, you playing it today, there's there's none of this Twitch interaction happening because no one's streaming it. There's no audience voting on these things, but it makes very little difference to the game. It's just like an extra feature that they obviously spent time on. I imagine like the developers and publishers see that like this game was supposed to be like a Twitch interactions and stuff. It was a big selling point on like a PowerPoint presentation on why this game was going to work. And now it's essentially useless. It's, it's a feature that cannot work with low viewership. I, I had talked about me watching this game being streamed before and... Uh, um, I was watching a couple like pretty big streamers stream it back in like 2020 and it was it was fun to watch it it was I was watching like this top tier guy who I don't even remember his name of playing it he was just going ham with a katana which I haven't even seen in this game maybe they took it out or maybe it's just a mode that goes in I don't I don't recall but um, it was exciting watching like the the um, there's a when you're playing in team mode there's buybacks kind of a unique system we'll take a look at um, the team play to kind of be in the right zone for oh, positioning I got somebody else nice um to gear up for the for the for the final battles to try and win the crown oh. you know hunter got me i'm killing um, everybody i got actually this is gonna be a little bit better when you guys when you guys team up i play um, seven yeah so it's a it's a small thing but like i was saying the name the name hyperscape uh it's it's not good it's not memorable it i've, I've mispronounced it several times uh, it's an anagram for a more common word let's let's talk about the launch a little bit i told you how they did it they just sort of dropped they dropped the game with very little preamble they had given some like streamers some heads up about like maybe they had paid them some amount of money to be playing at this time usually you know for sponsored stuff streamers do get paid for that so but there were you know several i think hundred streamers with a heads up they were just scheduled to play it all of a sudden and and then everyone's free to download it at the same time or from from watching the game you'd get a twitch drop to get a beta code essentially yeah it very quickly climbed the twitch stream charts because of that they had the launch was fairly successful with some huge streamers playing the game to audience of uh within half an hour there was fifty thousand people um watching it and uh yeah that was just on pc the way they launched it though i'm someone who keeps 
keeps up with kind of like Twitch YouTube gaming happenings, but I understand that's kind of a bubble. That it had some success there in those spaces, I don't know that that was enough for the game to be successful, you know, like that you would have had to be on Twitch and talk to someone who was playing it on Twitch to even know about the game, you know? I mean, I think it speaks to the fact that none of us have ever heard of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's a it's a daring thing to just kind of drop it and hope for the best. I don't yeah. really know how you save like, some money, that, I guess, right? I guess, but do you save enough to warrant, you know, possibly game your game <laughs> failing completely? Yeah. So Frank is in a team round match right now, and uh, we only got to see a second of it because this whole team was eliminated. But when you die <laughs> in a team mode, you go you into what they call echo life. mode. <laughs> you die in real life. But uh, you go into an <laughs> echo mode, which so you are in echo mode running around as a spectator, but you're still on the team and you can actually ping things for your teammates. You can run around and like, oh, here's a crate, ping the crate for them, ping some enemies, watch their flanks for them. Um, and you're still getting that information back from, from your dead team teammate um, and there is a way to bring them back but the way to do it is there aren't respawn stations as in apex or a buyback station as in Warzone. Uh, you have to find a corpse find someone else's body and use that as a respawn station it's a little unique way of still being involved you know um, it's not like you have to do a gulag or anything um, you can't it's not just spectating your teammate you have free ability to move around ping things even hunt out you know someone's body that you can do a respawn on so pretty unique system they've integrated there so the community for this game there is i suppose as with any game a fan base and there still are some people who love this game they have their own subreddit for the time being and were very enthusiastic about it they were upset that in hold on i pulled some some memes from them here from their group they were upset in september of 2020 that there were 100,000 people playing among us versus the thousand playing hyperscape mm -hmm. um and they're also very open to admitting um the problems with the game now, here's a Pikachu meme, surprise Pikachu meme that says uh, how new players join the game and they complain that they're getting stomped every game. And then people who love the game saying, well, why don't you play another game like Fortnite? And then the new players go and play that game. People who love uh, hyperspace, oh, damn it, hyperscape are surprised. <laughs> yeah, so that that's part of a kind of ongoing thing with this game that like it has kind of a tough level of entry and something that the developers acknowledged was that it has a high floor to gameplay tutorial which frank skipped uh hunter played through it and i think fredo did too mm -hmm. and it gives you the very basics of like this is how you pick up a gun but there's some there's some quirks about movement in this game and it it purposely had a high ceiling like like it's an arena shooter you know that it has you can get very very good at this game very very sweaty with the flick aiming and the a lot of the guns are hit scan but People were finding that you would get into a match and die immediately and not feel very encouraged to keep going in if you were playing against people that were just, uh, you know, PC gamers who were used to Quake style games. Yeah, they, they were finding that it had a too high of a floor um, was part of the problem and why people were dropping out of this game. It's it's kind of interesting looking at the subreddit. It's like being an archaeologist of a dead culture, you know, but it, it all this all happened within the last year and a half. And now this this game is pretty much over and I'm unable to uh, stream it and play at the same time uh, one thing about the characters uh, there's one yeah. guy that it says get good I hate that guy yeah oh my god <laughs> the first guy. guy yeah fuck that guy put my mouse yeah. over him get good alright moving on to the next one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. toxic yeah toxic okay, toxic ready? AF so yeah uh, as I was saying yeah the, the character design is crappy 
I don't like it. Yeah, it's interesting that so if they're going after a Ready Player One thing, that actually seems like it would fit really well with what Fortnite has become, right? Mm, <laughs> like they're different yeah. characters from all these different universes, but that's not what they have here. They have these essentially nameless characters that are very generic, don't have any personalities. And part of that is because it's going after a these characters don't have specific abilities it's not a hero battle kind of game you know it's not it's not overwatch where the, this character has a giant hammer and they slam it on the ground you know every character is essentially the same it's just the abilities you're picking up so yeah these characters aren't shaped by their abilities are blank slates when you join the game so still it feels like they could have given them like very unique voice lines personalities i don't i, I don't know what what happened what went wrong there they just decided that we're all about gameplay yeah, maybe it was supposed to be like customizable. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was supposed to be customizable with like you more unlockables as you go, and that's what's going to make your character unique. But yeah, no, it's it's just like here are like eight characters that you can choose from. They're all very boring, and it's just about the gameplay. So team deathmatch <laughs> is what what it sounds like. It's um you've got tickers about how many how many kills each team has to get before the game ends. You got to get up to fifty. Um, you're going to respawn immediately afterwards. So it's simply about the gameplay. Let's talk about the developer quickly though. This was made by French video game company Ubisoft, or if you're an American, Ubisoft. Uh, I think that sounds more like you're accusing someone of not being tough enough. So I'll go with the the European way, Ubisoft. It is one of the largest game developers around. That's not some sort of giant conglomeration. They were almost bought by, was it Vivendi a while back? But that uh, they're just kind of standalone, if you call it that. They have like dozens of studios. So um, I don't know how standalone they are. They are very large. But they have been around since 1986 in one way or another. And they own the IPs of Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, For Honor, Just Dance, Prince of Persia, Rayman, and all of the Tom Clancy games and Watch Dogs. And of course, they are the ones who made the Rabbids games, which nobody knows exactly what a rabbit is. It's like a, it's like a French French minion, I think. I'm in with you, Fredo. And uh, as of recently, they Ubisoft wants to sell you NFTs in games, and they're they're sticking to it. So how nice of them! <laughs> so nice of them to do that. Uh, they use the Ubisoft Connect software, formerly known as UPlay. It's their distribution and DRM software, which is preventing me from streaming the game. Probably, which <laughs> is just wild to me. <laughs> they've they've developed uh, quite a few game engines, including Dunia for Far Cry, Snowdrop, which was used in The Division, and South Park, the fracture butthole and mario plus rabbits hyperscape uses a modified version of their anvil engine which is anvil next 2.0 this is actually the same engine that assassin's creed odyssey and origins uses i was looking at the developers normally i talk about like actors voice actors and stuff there are there are no known voice actors or something like this game like we said could use more personality but some developers that worked on this game uh many people who worked on prince of persia the the more recent reboot and tom clancy's hawks i don't know now, maybe this game could have benefited from from putting Tom Clancy in front of it. Maybe more people would have heard of it. Tom Clancy's hyper hyperscape. Let's just put his name in front of stuff. Tom Clancy's yeah, magical mystery mall. Tom Clancy's Tony Hawk's pro skater. Tom Clancy's <laughs> rabid rabbits. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! All right, so that we have a good breakdown of the timeline. Here's a brief history of hyperscape. July second, twenty twenty. The game had a surprise launch after a cryptic tweet, and at midday, Twitch and YouTube personalities were permitted to start streaming the game. And in thirty minutes, it had half a million viewers. You could get beta access by watching people streaming it and getting a, a Twitch drop for access. Ten days later, July. 
12th. The open beta is now officially live and open and anyone can jump in. And at the end of July, they have a Twitch Rivals tournament in different regions that by all accounts pulled in decent viewership. And meantime, they roll out a couple of patches with some pretty big changes, a new weapon, uh, new hacks, weapon adjustment, and game modes. All during this time, it is for PC only for the entire month of July 2020. And in August, August 11th is the official launch of the game, which for PC players doesn't mean a whole lot. It was free before and it continues to be free, but it's the start of season one and the game launches for free as well on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It has a battle pass system. There are a hundred rewards for the season, all cosmetic emotes, that kind of thing. The season has its lore based video intro and universe lore you can unlock by finding things in the game they call memory shards. By August 13th, two days after launch, GameSpot was publishing an article titled Twitch Centric Battle Royale Hyperscape is Struggling to Find an Audience on Twitch. They say at the time of writing it has 6,200 viewers. Compare that to Fall Guys, a game show kind of battle royale, which has 184,000 viewers and half a million followers of the game. And all their direct competition, Apex, PUBG, Warzone, all have hundreds of thousands of viewers watching those games daily. So they say that Ubisoft managed to turn Rainbow Six Siege around by constant tweaking so maybe they can find their way to success with this game as well. At the end of August, they had rolled out another patch with some gun adjustments, including uh, trying to make controller use more comfortable as many people were complaining about the difficulty. They continued to roll out content weekly with new lower memory shards unlocking and they were doing timed events as well. By mid-September, they were rolling out some gimmicks like double XP weekend and at the end of September, they put out a blog. Looking back on the last three months, they identified a lot of issues that they listed out and stated they need to work on, including combat comfort, acknowledging that the, it has a high skill ceiling, but also a high skill floor requirement, which is alienating people. There are issues with onboarding so the players could succeed without feeling discouraged. Um, they said their game modes, like their timed events, were splitting their player base too much. And also they needed to add respawn opportunities for players when playing the Battle Royale, which is actually where Second Chance was introduced. There's not enough player goals to keep people engaged. And finally, cross-play at this point, they didn't have it yet and were looking forward to adding it. The subtext there was they were trying to address the lobby sizes. They also said that they were restructuring their dev team to make this happen. So it seems like they're very committed to the game still at this point. So their three-month season ends and season two starts on October 6th, 2020. And again, has 100 reward opportunities. It kind of trudges along for a couple months. In December 2020, they have begun giving new players a $10 coupon to the Ubisoft store just for downloading and playing the game. And at this point internally at Ubisoft, they apparently were calling the game a failure. At the same time, they launch a new patch, finally adding crossplay, and they start running a winter event. They continue to tweak the game modes and adjust the guns. That season runs six months until March 11th, 2021 for season three. You might notice we're still in season three. Again, it was well supported with 100 cosmetics. This season actually expands the map and revamps quite a bit. They added some new quality of life improvements and even added a new hack. The lobby size was maxed out at 60 here and at this point it seems the interest of the game really was quite limited it had a small patch in april for tweaks then uh the next news that i found i did like a google search based on uh, date requirements and the next news that really showed up was the fact that it wasn't in the news in june of 2021 at ubisoft's famously long e3 presentation they cover basically every ip they have and they just left hyperscape off completely off the docket they didn't even mention it pretty wild for a game that had launched less than a year prior then finally 
on January 27th, 2022, and put out the news regarding the future that there is no future. Servers are shutting down on April 28th, 2022. So as far as the success about this game, battle royales and uh, player bases are, are an interesting thing that they demand a certain amount of popularity. Otherwise, they're just dead, right? And a certain amount of popularity is pretty high. Like you'd want this game to have, I think they had lob lobbies of 99 people for some reason. I don't think it was ever 100. But as it stands right now, you'd be wasting, like if you waited for 100 people, I don't, first, I don't know that it would actually ever fill. You would be waiting a very long time for them to fill up. And so you've got to balance that. And they started lowering the the lobby size is down to 40 and now they're launching with like 12 people for a battle royale. Um, it's just, it's not sustainable, you know, it's, it's not a good experience. So as far as their decision to take servers offline, my initial reaction when I heard that was like, you should never shut down a game. You invested all this time into it. But after seeing the state of it, like the player base, like, yeah, no, I like, I, okay. Yeah. You can pull it, <laughs> maybe reuse the assets somewhere else, I guess. I don't know. And just a month before Ubisoft announced Hyperscape was uh, shutting down the YouTube channel Nerd Slayer Studios. They have a series called Death of a Game. They actually put out a post-mortem. They, what, what they do in the series is they put out a post-mortem on games and try to determine what killed it. They did a video on Hyperscape a month ago, so a few weeks before they announced they were officially shutting it down. They did a nice job summing up the game and pointing out some things that they believe killed it. Um, something we haven't touched on was aim assist. So when they, when they finally combined the games, uh, with crossplay, at first the aim assist was not enough. It was difficult for players on console to compete with PC. They maybe they should stop playing it on console. <laughs> they they were having trouble tracking people as they were flying through the air. And like I was saying, part of it was because of the verticality of it is kind of a unique thing. Like what what arena shooter ha has there been on console? They're never console first. Like Quake style games are always about for a reason. It's just easier to compete with a mouse. And then they really overdid it to the point of where consoles were uh, like automatically tracked and you just had to be in the general vicinity of someone aiming with a gun and you would be hitting their bodies. And I think it's still there because as I was playing games, I felt like I'm not I don't think I'm hitting these people. My shot's not that good, but I was just, they were somewhere in my crosshair and I was hitting their bodies. Um, I'm, I'm saying that as I'm watching Frank. I'm, I'm sorry, Frank. I, I was gonna I'm say, trying to I call you out. True, <laughs> um, also, when they launched, there was absolutely no skill-based ma matchmaking. Right now, there is skill-based ranked mode in team still, but in solo, there is no skill-based matchmaking. You're just in there with everyone, which means that very likely you're being stopped with the very sweatiest of players. Not that it matters much now with, you know, 12 people, but yeah, whatever. Um, another thing that they pointed to was this was a PC shooter first being sold to console users. Um, it's just not a game that that feels good on console. And um, is there still playing a controller, Fredo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it feels fine. I mean, there's no complaint okay. about the game controller. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. They fixed it. They fixed the auto aim or the aim assist. But uh, maybe at the at the time of launch, though, it turned so many players off that they kind of missed their chance. Um, another thing that they pointed to was Battle Royale time in the sun might be over, or at least that it was very oversaturated. And one final point that they had was that uh, arena shooters aren't that popular to begin with. It's kind of launching on jump pads, arcing through the sky. Um, it's it's pop was popular with Quake, you know, in its time, but it's kind of been dwindling popularity since since their inception. I can't think of one that's that's been very popular um, in a while. 
while. So yeah, that was kind of their conclusion. All right, guys. Well, let's talk some impressions since you guys are well, you guys are finishing up your matches. You're probably bored of it by now. So how's Team Deathmatch looking? I mean, yeah. They, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not nothing to say. I <laughs> mean, and, and no, they, and the other team was so good. Yeah, we were just don't didn't have any opportunity. If so, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it happens in team deathmatch. Yeah, that just gets stacked against you. And it's weird to even like this. Like this wasn't supposed to be a team deathmatch to begin with. You know, and it, it works technically, but it's not good. <laughs> Jesus. How how as far as the battle royale? What what kind of impressions you guys get? I mean, it has like typical battle royale feeling. You go in there, you get shit on for a while, and then you kill one person, and you feel very good. Yeah, you feel mm. good. Like this was the arena, and yeah. I got a kill. Yeah, I did something, and you know, it it gives you that. It's got the typical satisfaction that comes with that, but like everything else in the game just kind of feels off. Like I don't like I don't like the gunplay. I don't the fusing system is a little just kind of whatever are you going around actually looking for stuff to to fuse to get better it just doesn't feel like you're in the game long enough to be worried about that right i think part of that may be the size right you were saying about that set the satisfaction of getting a kill it's like well when i'm playing warzone it announces that like final 10 i'm like i'm in it now but when the lobby starts with 12 people that has a little less meaning to it (laughs) are you wanting to to grade this game on the game itself or the fact that only 10 people are playing i'm kind of trying we can to speak to both of them to like put a put what aside the the minimal amount of people because yeah obviously like it, like when i i played the first round or two and i don't think i got a single kill and then i got one kill and then i got like a couple more but you know when you when you play like one of these and there's a hundred people in there I think I think it's obviously going to be more fun with more people. Yeah, yeah but especially if you're seeing so, I mean, like we, 50 people jumping through the air. That's the other thing. Like, right. And I can't even fun. see them half the time because yeah. they go like really high. And that yeah. So unfortunately, that is kind of the experience for a lot that a lot of people had with this game, I guess, because like aside from when the big push of when some streamers were playing it, just most people were having trouble getting into lobbies and they were immediately lowering the the size of the battle royale. So unfortunately, that's how most people experienced is with less people um i guess that just speaks to the difficulty of a br either it has to be really popular or it's gonna fail it loses the edge of the whole genre you know yeah no and once you drop below that point like whether people are playing your game is uh aside from like gameplay and and you know whether it's just a good game or not is especially with these kinds of games is are other people playing yeah like yeah there's there's no game here without other people you know in in 20 years i can play the witcher 3 and be like oh yeah like nobody's playing this right now but i'm gonna enjoy this you're not gonna enjoy it obviously this game's gonna be gone in three months but you know if nobody's (laughs) playing this game you're not gonna play it either so getting the initial player base is got to be a lot harder right than maybe like a game that doesn't require thousands or a hundred other people to be fun for sure for sure but then we're just like commenting on that type of game in general and not necessarily sure this one in particular yeah yeah Yeah, i mean it's it's tough because i want to i want to say how this game could have been but um i think there's some failures that it has why you know why that's part of why it didn't succeed and why there's not a big player base too so Mm -hmm. um all right let's talk about the critic reviews how this game was received uh if you guys want to take a stab at oh i have zero scores up on the board let me think uh hunter how many kills have you gotten you think humble 
answer. Probably like <laughs> an honest answer. Eight. Frank, how you think you're doing? Uh, I have five right now. I think I got maybe two the last game. I'm not. I'm not sure about All the right. game four. Fredo, I, you were you were killing it in the battle royale. You yeah, got a couple kills, yeah, right? Yeah, but uh, I think in total I had like five. Yeah, just to be honest. All right. All right. Well, if you guys want to take a guess, what do you think uh, the critics gave this game on Metacritic right now? What score does it hold? That is zero to 100. 20. Frank, what do you think? Okay, 20 from Fredo. <laughs> I'm going to say when it first came out, they had more promise, so they gave it a higher score, but not that high. I'm going to say 70. 70. And Hunter, what do you think? Um, I think the, the critics would have given it a higher score. Honestly, like I, I see potential in this game so i'll i'll say that they gave it like a 75 75 i don't know how he does it i think he cheats but frank is on ah. the money again it was actually a 68 <laughs> so frank gets the closest i'll we'll put one more on top there for you can i cleanse my computer yeah, yeah, yeah. you can start uninstalling um you can play I finally it's get called. Rid of honestly the ubisoft play? thing that's a real that was a barrier yeah. that was a barrier yep I, w I was shocked how how hard it was to get this game installed, and apparently I can't even stream it, so I don't know what to do with that information. Hunter, what review you have there? GameSpot says, 60. Randomness is key to Battle Royale games, but Hyperscape leans a little too much into it. The game has solid weapons and hero-like hack abilities, but you're at the mercy of being lucky enough to get what you need to have a higher chance of winning. The battleground doesn't help in this regard since it's difficult to know where you're going and make a plan about where to loot next without stopping to open the map. At least the individual moments in Hyperscape are fun. A match could be ruined by the randomness working against you, but that doesn't stop moments like turning into a ball and trying to outbounce three enemy balls any less fun in how ridiculously silly it is. <laughs> I yeah. want to say that I think they kind of missed the point with how yeah, they were like they're doing describing their battle royales. Yeah, like I mean like, that that Apex is the battle royale, the randomness PUBG of finding loot. Is that way. Yeah, um, yeah. It sounds like they're frustrated they don't know the map. But, yeah, uh, but it's gonna yeah, have that, that, that odd. random. Like even if you know where you're going, what you pick up, what spawns at each location is random. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think they. If you, if you don't review. like that, then you know what are you gonna do? That's what the game is. <laughs> yeah. Fredo, what do you got? Okay, Destructoy gave it a 60 and said, We've seen Ubisoft snatch victory from the jaws of somewhat underwhelming before maybe they can do it again. Yeah, no. Spoiler, they did not. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> they did oh, shit. Uh, and Frank, what do you have there? Game Informer says, 73. Hyperscape uh, is inoffensive <laughs> and might be the right Battle Royale choice for you, depending on your stream engagement. However, it doesn't push hard enough on any one of its uh, differentiators, and it ends up struggling to find a sense of itself in a genre with oodles of established choices. Toes dipped into shallow water may pay off for a deep water swim in the future, but Hyperscape holds itself back from really trying to shake things up. Yeah. I feel like that's spot on. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just kind of mediocre throughout. All right. And user scores. Fredo, what you got there? Okay. So this is from G Week. He gave it a one first, first of all. Mm -hmm. And he says, game with a huge implementation of Twitch. 
Twitch viewers can actually ruin your game if you are so unfortunate to play with some streamers. Wow, this is this is bad. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if 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 you're if you're running something that demands infinite ammo, <laughs> like they can vote on on the ammo environment event and just give you infinite ammo. So, uh, yeah. Oh, so did uh, streamers have like their their followers They're like giving them on, advantage and stuff i didn't even think about yeah. that Jesus. yeah you could do that yeah they were voting on stuff as the game was going on and you could uh it seems like a good idea until you realize how it works practically that that they're altering the game and it, that takes some competitiveness out of it <laughs> jesus um and frank wv lab says zero the worst battle royale for now no players no gun balance no good graphics no game design. Absolutely zero. It was fun until the release when there were players. Hmm. Okay, I don't understand that, did, that part. Yeah, that, that part didn't make sense, but yeah. Honestly, <laughs> the graphics not that bad. No, you know, they really are. Really okay. complain about the graphics, yeah. It's not game-changing. It's not life-changing, you know what I mean? But it wasn't the worst, but it just, uh, I don't know. Uh, and now yeah. also, isn't that how the guns in Apex Legend happen? The materializing come to you? Or am I just, am I think of Tracer from... Uh, that's how Overwatch. Tracer's gun appears in Overwatch. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that, I was thinking about like what did this, and it's Tracer's gun. She sort of like spins them out. It has a very, I mean, we've you've said it a bunch of times, but like the Ready Player One vibe kind of works yeah. for this. But there's just nothing of like actual MMO or you know that kind of thing implemented. Yeah. It just was a pretty run of the mill yeah, battle royale. If they had the backing of like the character base that Fortnite does, like yeah, I, this would be successful. But <laughs> instead, you had a bunch of annoyingly voiced no name characters that you couldn't really customize. So yeah, I mean that it doesn't play into the uh, ready player one vibe at all um in that sense yeah otherwise for gameplay do you guys enjoy this kind of game do you think it handled it okay mm. Every, everyone at once <laughs> not good man not I, good. It, I didn't like it, it. feel it feels very it feels very standard it doesn't yeah, offer nothing to make anything stand out. yeah you've got sniper rifles you've got demolitions you've got regular guns yeah, the, the gun variety is pretty limited too i think there were 12 guns and i, I would have loved to see something a little more unique they have a couple they have like a like a, a thing that launches a projectile like sticky thing but that there's that and there's like the grenade launcher thing they have a thing called a sky ender or something um that's like supposed to be like this huge electric ball that that looks like it's gonna do so much damage but it's no more effective to use that than like a automatic fire gun yeah there's just there's not enough variety or interesting things going on with these guns not not interesting with the guns not really interesting with the hacks they're pretty you know yeah. heal yourself damage speed whatever as far as the healing yourself goes it, i mean sure warzone call of duty you do like recover your health over time you have plates that will you know give you more more endurance but um yeah, this game, your entire health bar is just something that can recover in a Halo kind of sense. Yeah. Something that most people complained about with this was the time to kill was so long. Like you'd have these little engagements where you would be fighting each other for, you know, 15, 20 seconds. And by that time, another player has moved in and will likely third party you, you know, mm. um, there are no one shot guns in this game. It's, it's going to be a few shots from anything. Yeah. And I'd say like going back to just visuals, if you're not going to have interesting characters, you're not going to have wholly interesting guns. You don't particularly have an interesting map. It seems to be like a reskinned city, you know, and if the whole map is like that, you know, we just kind of keep popping into the same areas, but if it's just 
like a giant city, it's not mm-hmm. going to be something that you memorize or be like, oh, I'm going to be in this part or I'm going to be in that part. You're like, um, I'm in a city versus like, you know, your your big maps where they have like a lava zone and a water zone or whatever. I think Apex yeah. has that. But Apex, Apex also has like that, yeah. interesting characters like you when you run oh, yeah. up against somebody you're like oh they're playing this character now i know what i can expect Uh, exactly yeah you know or there's always something like unique and interesting about him and this one just seems to be like jack of all trades master of none it doesn't do anything Mm -hmm. with particular depth it's just kind of surface level on on all of it yeah and if you were to ask like okay what sets this game apart it's like oh what's the twitch integration it's like well (laughs) not anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and i I think like that was a if you could actually like come in here and and change the advantages of the game by just having all of your followers vote one way then yeah it completely ends that aspect of the game yeah and they had they had a feature as well where like it was in a one click button when you're in streamer mode you that you would send the invite to everyone in your twitch to join which feels like it has a misunderstanding of like how practical that would be it's like if someone's watching you sure they could decide to like okay i'm gonna play a game now but are they gonna be watching you and play at the same time are, are they in there to stream snipe you like what is the purpose of that you know <laughs> Yeah, no worries. Probably yeah. just to get more players. Yeah, like they're like yeah. Twitch, Twitch integration. Yeah, sure, but we want these people playing the game as well. Yeah, and I, I right. think maybe that's just what it does. It makes it easier for you to be like, oh wait, everything in this game is just it. They didn't think it through. They didn't finish the thought on anything. They were like, it seems like, you know, with these kind of games, their plan was like to continue working on it. So maybe they would have like eventually upgraded and gotten new characters because every character has a name, but all the, they all have a last name. That's the exact same Cassie link or whatever. I don't understand that. I saw that too. Is that supposed to be like, oh, they're like, their name is like their name and then their file name. Like, oh, it's Buzz casu link or whatever so it just seems and then they were like yeah we can we can work on that later once people are playing the game and then they're like okay right. now let's make the map same story we can we have everything we need we can work on the rest later and twitch integration marketing yeah uh visuals gunplay everything just fell to the wayside to get the game out and then it didn't have anything and, and now to set it apart they don't, they don't have a player base anymore yeah. and they've kind of lost any goodwill that they had so yeah they realize now it's unsalvageable which i think you're right they, they thought it was going to be a continuing project and that worked well for like Fortnite, becoming adding so many different features as it went along but uh i mean that was when it was one of the only players in the game and now it's people aren't going to stick around to play this mediocre yeah. game when there's so many choices right yeah. so and i feel yeah. like ubisoft has a record of doing that because you just look at like of just ruining ruining games over time you look at like the assassin's mm-hmm. creed franchise and the most recent games are just packed to the brim with repeatable random quests and zone encounters and you have to take over this zone and you can decide what side of the war wins and but it's just like an endless array of you know just do the same quest over and over but in a different zone with a different name i don't know where i got on that subject i just i hate what (laughs) they they did to assassin's creed i really hate what they did to assassin's creed it's true it's true 
So, no, it actually happened to me. I bought a game recently. I will say like two months ago. It was Phoenix Rising. So it looked like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a a Breath of the Wild uh, clone. And and actually, I played the Mm -hmm. demo, and I really liked it. But when I bought it, and I fell for it, uh, it was the same quest. It was the same enemies with different color palettes. And it was like, yeah, I I didn't want to finish because I got bored. Very grindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think is uh, now is a uh, Ubisoft trademark to do uh, crappy games that you have to grind <laughs> to do nothing. So, yeah, no, I feel yeah, this game is ge- is generic, and they didn't finish uh, their di- they they are Diaz, and and it feels yeah that 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 <laughs> character with the get good yeah it just feels yeah <laughs> it feels horrible just to hover that character and and yeah no the gameplay the weapons yeah feels generic uh, yeah ubisoft <laughs> likes to be able to tell you like oh yeah you can get a thousand hours out of this game easy you're gonna be doing the same thing for <laughs> yep. 900 thousand hours 90 yeah. of those thousand hours but like yep. yeah being able to say we have an entire map of the world and you can conquer each individual city state and you're like yeah that sounds fucking awesome by doing the same you (laughs) as an op assassin not even like you know quietly running around and stabbing people in the neck but just like here's my halberd and my shield and i'm just gonna (laughs) mow through enemies and you're like what how is this an assassin's creed game it's like it's just like they upgrade games and just put what like every person says they want or anything that will like increase the playability like i remember distinctly it kind of starting in um my favorite assassin's creed game black flag because they had that like add-on app that you could sit Mm -hmm. there and send all of your boats out and i was just like oh so this is like a little bit of that you can you can get like a million hours Uh, out of it if you want wait game yeah (laughs) and i played it a little bit and i enjoyed it while i was playing it but yeah beyond that ubisoft you suck Yes. (laughs) Yeah, in one of the reviews that I was reading, they were talking about the lack of personality in this game. And I mean, they were saying that they feel like they felt like most most Ubisoft games do have a personality, be it Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed. Um, But this one is is just completely void of any any attitude or any. I mean, the lore is there. We skipped over some of the videos, but it's it's not engaging. And when none of the characters there's there's no characters in this game, you know, Um, I did find surprisingly a place that listed some backstory for each the characters but it's not it's not explored anywhere Nothing's it's not fleshed like you, you're out. hearing it, it in voice lines you know it makes no so. difference to the game all right so let's get down to it what about our scores we we could give it a score on a zero to ten scale but we play a lot of bad games here so games they go past zero on a, our scale they get into the negatives and a game with a negative score means that it's getting so bad you're enjoying it again so what do you guys think about this game 10 is a perfect game zero is the garbage can valley no enjoyment there and a negative 10 is so bad it's good ah frank what do you think god yawned um (laughs) was that your uh, response that was your response okay yeah i I recorded me missing so many times i'm playing on stream that's embarrassing okay (laughs) um maybe with 100 people this could have been fun and we'll never know that joy 
or that hell or that absolute <laughs> hell why didn't we know you know that's a that's a thing worth considering though yeah we didn't know because it was only ever on twitch and they didn't do a good job marketing it right <laughs> yeah so i wonder what uh, twitch thought about it. <laughs> it people were like i mean there's some articles about like GameSpot when it launched and um there was a lot of excitement about it when it first came out i'm gonna say technically where it's not that great it's not that fun not necessarily a bad it's not like broken you know it's just not good um three positive three a three wow all right fredo what do you think uh, like i said uh, graphically i mean the game the graphics look looks good i mean any and it's a trademark of ubisoft that everything looks good but the gameplay not not good at all so yeah i didn't have fun with it i didn't have fun installing the game and having all those <laughs> all those different things to to just play the game so and just we couldn't make a, a team dead match as, as we supposed yeah to that's play. a bummer and you crash i mean you crash and you try with the obs so just the main thing the, the main thing who made that made this game different you couldn't you couldn't even do it so yeah. so yeah that yeah. sucks so uh, for me it's gonna be uh two because yeah it freaking sucks <laughs> <laughs> all right a two from fredo uh hunter what do you think i'm gonna base my score entirely on my the mathematics behind my kill death ratio and <laughs> okay. um the amount of matches i played i'm gonna say i got eight kills across okay. four matches divided by four is two so i'm gonna give it a two that, the math that checks sounded out. Right. much more interesting in my head let's say hey, it's scientific you it. got there scientifically yeah. and uh i respect that <laughs> yeah graphics are good everything else is subpar i yeah. felt a tinge of enjoyment you know i felt good each time i got a kill yeah. but i had to play the game four times <laughs> that sounds much that's better a bummer. yeah so too <laughs> got that too all right yeah like i was like i was saying for me it's shocking to me how little personality this game has avatars have zero personality like uh, i wish if they were going after the ready player one thing like they seem like they should have then they sh needed to launch with some characters i think you launched this with some other ips and i think that would have been an easy sell too before fortnite had all these other characters you, you go to some company and uh, some movie company and be like, we want to put your characters in this game. We're going to be as big as Fortnite, you know? And I, I feel like they could have started off on a better foot. Um, if it had Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it, mm -hmm. They I just think. got The Rock on board, you know? Just, yeah. <laughs> His character from... Uh, from a spy hunter you know the movie that should have been i was gonna and, go uh, with they too long fairy, and now he's in fortnite like the movement in this game i think it's okay um it feels like uh, an arena shooter um i think apex is better apex has inertia like you move around and you feel like you have some weight to you this one like you're just kind of moving around midair um yep. yeah but i mean this is like you're in a virtual game in this world and they let you have some fun with it like you generate the gun in front of you i think the music is good it, it like it gets you hyped up as you're going in um but as it is like the loading of the lobby that's broken uh um, it can't work anymore and I think they just botched the launch so poorly that they didn't have a good enough game when they, they launched. They probably wanted to do like a sudden drop thing that succeeded with Apex and um, Valorant did, right? So, but they should have... But there's just so many of them now, too. Yeah, like, it's a crowded market, too. You know. Yeah. Like, had this come out, uh, had this come out shortly after PUBG, I think this would have taken the reins. It would have been huge. But being that Apex was already out, Warzone was out, and like 
Fortnite wasn't going anywhere. There's just, I don't know, yeah, there wasn't any room for this game to have the time to find its feet. So it, it, this was in, uh, I don't know if you guys remember August of 2020, but Fall Guys had launched at the beginning of that month as well. And also like this was peak Among Us time. So if you were trying to like make an impression on Twitch during this month, it was the worst possible <laughs> yeah. month to launch. <laughs> So uh, I think a, a few months sense. earlier, it could have done okay, but I I don't know. I think it was always doomed launching in the state that it was. So anyway, do you all think that, they I, saw I, I, that? Know. Like they looked at it and said, "Shit!" Like, all right, scrap the idea about you know uh, <laughs> any kind of interesting characters. Scrap all those cool weapon ideas we have. Scrap the hacking. Go with what we got. Yeah, we got to put it out. I mean, pe- people were at home more during the pandemic. That's what made Among Us successful, right? And um, Fall Guys, it was a, a quarantine crazies that made that game so good, I think. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe they wanted to get something out. Like they had this semi finished product and people were starting to work from home. Like, ah, just launch it. So maybe, maybe that screwed it up too. I don't know. I feel like it had glimpses of potential, but um, it needed a lot more work before they launched. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go with a four for me. There we have it. Those are our scores and a big thing in this game is the crown at the end that was supposed <laughs> to separate this game you know that's what you get that in the none end none of us ever saw that you didn't get to see so as think as i was thinking about the prize this evening and now again for the third week in a row i do not have the prize printed out because of ongoing <sighs> renovations that will never end um but someone will win it the prize this evening it's the same reward that you get in a battle royale in in PUBG, it's a it's a chicken dinner in hyperscape it's a it's technically a crown but printing out the the crown from hyperscape that we're looking at here it, you it, wanted it, to it, say space right there i could tell i did i i i, I linger <laughs> on it every time <laughs> I heard hyper-scape. since in the in the month of august 2020 yeah i don't think they were the winners of of the battle royale i think fall guys was so in fall guys you, you do leave with a crown as well and i saw there was a, a printable <laughs> crown i could get from from uh, fall guys but i think more importantly you leave with your life so uh the prize this evening is a fall guy so i have him here on stream a very cute 3d printable fall guy nice so the winner this evening with the most points uh you know was mm. he being was he being honest and humble about how many he actually killed i don't know <laughs> but 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 he wins the battle royale this weenie gra- this weenie this, this evening <laughs> congratulations i'm looking i'm looking at a bean man i was thinking of beans and weenies i guess congratulations frank <laughs> you will win your own fall guy for in memory of hyperscape does that make sense yeah maybe maybe because fall guys beat hyperscape so. <laughs> Clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line. 